friends, and welcome to The Wild Child. In today's episode, we will be reading from three different stories that talk about how important it is to surround ourselves with friends who love us for just who we are. Enjoy! Flight School by Lita Judge hatched to fly, said Penguin. When do classes start? But you, dear, are a penguin, teacher replied. Undeniable, said Penguin. But I have the soul of an eagle. Teacher and Flamingo weren't so sure, but they let Penguin stay. Flight practice started immediately. Like this. Flip, flap, flap, and up, up, up. Penguin and the other birdies practiced for weeks. At last, all the birdies were cleared for their first flight. One by one, they took to the wind, and then it was Penguin's turn. Geronimo! I'm sorry, Birdie, said Teacher. Penguins just aren't built to fly. How can this be true? thought Penguin. In my heart, I live on the wind. But as he watched his classmates fly high above, he knew it was time to go home. Penguin was too brokenhearted to even wave goodbye. His teachers didn't know what to do. Then, Flamingo had an idea. Wait! Let's try again. Flip-flap, flip Flap, 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 and up, up, up. Suddenly, Penguin was soaring above the sea and the clouds. They had wrapped string around his little body attached with feathers. Penguin was right. He did have the soul of an eagle. He just needed a little help with the technical parts. But however he felt inside, he still had the body of a little, round penguin. But Penguin didn't care. He had soared on the wind, just as he had done in his dreams. He left flight school a happy little penguin. It wasn't long before he came back. His friend Ostrich wanted to give it a try. My friend Ostrich has a soul of a swallow. Flamingo the teacher gulped. 
Hugs from Pearl, story and pictures by Paul Schmid. Pearl is sweet. She goes to Wildwood School. She's a very good friend to have. She plays fair, shares her lunch treats, and best of all, Pearl loves to hug. Hugs are nice. Except when they come from a porcupine. And do you know what Pearl is? Well, you already guessed that. She is a porcupine. Everyone in Pearl's class liked getting hugs from her. They were just a little ouchy. Pearl's teacher kept lots of band-aids handy. Her classmates were very nice about it, too. But Pearl didn't want anyone to say, Ouch! Thanks, Pearl! Ouch! When they got hugs. So Pearl decided to do something about it. She tried putting pincushions on her quills, but that took way too long. She couldn't reach most of her quills anyway. Then Pearl took a long, long bath, but found her quills did not get any softer. Finally, Pearl begged her mom to give her a quill cut. Her mom explained that quills grow back. Pearl was perhaps a little discouraged. Oh. <sighs> What a friendly little porcupine to do, she sighed. Pearl did not feel like giving hugs that day at school. On her way home, she stopped to watch the rose bushes to see how they handled things. The bees buzzed happily among the flowers. The bees skipped the thorns. That gave Pearl an idea. She squealed and ran home. Pearl dashed upstairs to her parents' bedroom. She grabbed one of her mom's special pillowcases, the one decorated with all the roses. She cut holes in the pretty fabric. A snip here, here, and there. Pearl smiled. Then, without saying a word to anyone, Pearl folded the pillowcase neatly and put it in her school bag. Pearl ran all the way to school the next morning. When the other children arrived, there was Pearl in her brand new rose dress. Everybody got a hug. Twice. A collection of stories from Frog and Toad Together by Arnold Lobel. A list. One morning, Toad sat in bed. I have many things to do, he said. I will write them all down on a list so that I can remember them. Toad wrote on a piece of paper, a list of things to do today. Then he wrote, wake up. I have done that, said Toad, and he crossed out, wake up. Then Toad wrote other things on the paper. 
Eat breakfast. Get dressed. Go to Frog's house. Take walk with Frog. Eat lunch. Take nap. Play games with Frog. Eat supper. Go to sleep. There, said Toad. Now my day is all written down. He got out of bed and had something to eat. Then Toad crossed out, eat breakfast. Toad took his clothes out of the closet and put them on. Then he crossed out, get dressed. Toad put the list in his pocket. He opened the door and walked out into the morning. Soon Toad was at Frog's front door. He took the list from his pocket and crossed out, go to Frog's house. Toad knocked at the door. Hello, said Frog. Look at my list of things to do, said Toad. Oh, said Frog. That is very nice, Toad said. My list tells me that we will go for a walk. All right, said Frog. I am ready. Frog and Toad went on a long walk. Then Toad took the list from his pocket again. He crossed out, take walk with Frog. Just then there was a strong wind. It blew the list out of Toad's hand. The list blew high up into the air. Help, cried Toad. My list is blowing away. What will I do without my list? Hurry, said Frog. We will run and catch it. No, shouted Toad. I cannot do that. Why not? asked Frog. Because, wailed Toad, running after my list is not one of the things that I wrote on my list of things to do. Frog ran after the list. He ran over hills and swamps, but the list blew on and on. At last, Frog came back to Toad. I am sorry, gasped Frog, but I could not catch your list. Blah, said Toad. I cannot remember any of the things that were on my list of things to do. I will just have to sit here and do nothing, said Toad. Toad sat and did nothing. Frog sat with him. After a long time, Frog said, Toad, it is getting dark. We should be going to sleep now. Go to sleep, shouted Toad. That was on the last thing on my list. Toad wrote on the ground with a stick, go to sleep. Then he crossed out, go to sleep. There, said Toad. Now my day is all crossed out. I am glad, said Frog. Then Frog and Toad went right to sleep. The Garden Frog was in his garden. Toad came walking by. What a fine garden you have, Frog, he said. Yes, said Frog. It is very nice, but it was hard work. I wish I had a garden, said Toad. Here are some flower seeds. Plant them in the ground, said Frog. And soon you will have a garden. How soon? asked Toad. Quite soon, said Frog. Toad ran home. He planted the flower seeds. 
Now seeds, said Toad, start growing. Toad walked up and down a few times. The seeds did not start to grow. Toad put his head close to the ground and said loudly, Now seeds, start growing. Toad looked at the ground again. The seeds did not start to grow. Toad put his head very close to the ground and shouted, Now seeds, start growing. Frog came running up the path. What is all this noise? He asked. My seeds will not grow, said Toad. You are shouting too much, said Frog. These poor seeds are afraid to grow. My seeds are afraid to grow, asked Toad. Of course, said Frog. Leave them alone for a few days. Let the sun shine on them. Let the rain fall on them. Soon your seeds will start to grow. That night, Toad looked out of his window. Drat, said Toad. My seeds have not started to grow. They must be afraid of the dark. Toad went out to his garden with some candles. I will read the seeds a story, said Toad. Then they will not be afraid. Toad read a long story to his seeds. All the next day, Toad sang songs to his seeds. And all the next day, Toad read poems to his seeds. And all the next day, Toad played music for his seeds. Toad looked at the ground. The seeds still did not start to grow. What shall I do? cried Toad. There must be the most frightened seeds in the whole world. Then Toad felt very tired, and he fell asleep. Toad! Toad, wake up! said Frog. Look at your garden! Toad looked at his garden. Little green plants were coming up out of the ground. At last! shouted Toad. My seeds have stopped being afraid to grow. And now you will have a nice garden, too, said Frog. Yes, said Toad. But you were right, Frog. It was very hard work. Cookies. Toad baked some cookies. These cookies smell very good, said Toad. He ate one. And they taste even better, he said. Toad ran to Frog's house. Frog, cried Toad, taste these cookies that I have made. Frog ate one of the cookies. These are the best cookies I have ever eaten, said Frog. Frog and Toad ate many cookies one after another. You know, Toad, said Frog with his mouth full, I think we should stop eating we will soon be sick. You are right, said Toad. Let us eat one last cookie, and then we will stop. Frog and Toad ate one last cookie. There were many cookies left in the bowl. Frog, said Toad, let us eat one very last cookie, and then we will stop. Frog and Toad ate one very last cookie. We must stop eating, cried Toad as he ate another. Yes, said Frog, reaching for a cookie. 
We need willpower. What is willpower? Asked Toad. Willpower is trying hard not to do something that you really want to do," said Frog. "You mean like trying not to eat all these cookies?" asked Toad. "Right," said Frog. Frog put the cookies in a box. "There," he said. "Now we will not eat any more cookies." "But we can open the box," said Toad. "That is true," said Frog. Frog tied some string around the box. There, he said. Now we will not eat any more cookies. But we can cut the string and open the box," said Toad. "That is true," said Frog. Frog got a ladder. He put the box up on a high shelf. There," said Frog. "Now we will not eat any more cookies." But we can climb the ladder and take the box down from the shelf and cut the string and open the box," said Toad. "That is true," said Frog. Frog climbed the ladder and took the box down from the shelf. He cut the string and opened the box. Frog took the box outside. He shouted in a loud voice, "Hey, birds! Here are cookies!" Birds came from everywhere. They picked up all the cookies in their beaks and flew away. Now we have no more cookies to eat," said Toad sadly. "Not even one." "Yes," said Frog. "But we have lots and lots of willpower." "You may keep it all, Frog," said Toad. I am going home now to bake a cake.